We're live. Killian. Yes. Best pub in Dublin. Uh, probably Bambinos. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Good morning, Vietnam! First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? Can we talk about something other than Hollywood for a change? No, I don't go to the movies much. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. So what's your podcast about? Um... The movies. Bambinos. Yeah. What's, What's your favorite slice? I in I, Dublin. On, on a serious note, now that my veganism has faltered, it's opened up a whole new realm of Bambino orders for me. I haven't been there since I stopped being a vegan, but I haven't been there once. That's fucking class. Where do you go if you're going to get a slice in Dublin? I don't. Dublin is not a slice town to me. I'm not in New York City. Yeah, I don't eat slice in Dublin. Oh. I. I know we've talked about it. I lived in New York City. I know what a, a slice of pizza tastes like. And these guys in Dublin trying to sell me what I know is, at best, a $2 slice for €5. Euro? Yeah, Bambinos is so expensive. Bambi- I, can't do, I can't do that. I can't buy what I know is just a triangle of food for €5. Euro. That's not a, a triangle of food is an incomplete meal. And €5 Euro should keep me... Should well, be I, don't, a full meal. I don't think you should base it on the fact that it's a triangle of food. I think you should base it on the fact that it's made out of flour and water mm. and tomatoes. Yeah. Not expensive stuff. And mm. I can't imagine Bambinos are using that expensive. Well, maybe they are. Are they making like a million euro every day? I, like the, the, the margin on those pizza slices must be very high. Like they're charging. And it's so the cheek of them. They say on the thing, like they say like, One's a snack, two's a fucking big snack, and three's a meal or something. It's like, yeah, three fucking... I've got to get a mortgage out to get three slices of pizza. Anyway, this week's episode is sponsored by Bambino's Pizza. You can get it. Um, <laughs> it would have been funny if you said it was sponsored by a different pizza, pizza company. Yeah. Ah. Goodfellas, cook it at home. No, something like... It's good. Yeah, Goodfellas, cook it at home. Do you know what we did, actually? We did... the, the, the We were out in my parents' house. And that's in Dunleary, and they've opened up a Dublin's Pizza Company or whatever that one is. Oh yeah, that's these are all like wood fire pizza places that are supposedly very hot and cool because pizza is the cool thing in Dublin at the minute. Yeah, and um, and so we were thinking of getting that, and then we looked at the price, and we were trying to like budget at the minute because that's just what we're doing. Hey, and uh, me and Anna, we're trying not oh, to spend okay. money, and uh, and so we were like, let's just get, let's just get some fucking Goodfellas oven pizzas. Mm-mm. And we di- we got them. And how was it? They were fucking delicious. This episode of Popcorn Boys is brought to you by Goodfellas. Goodfellas Pizza. Good Chicago Town. What are the other pizzas that you get in the Goodfellas? Chicago Town, and then of course Doctor Utger. Doctor Utger. Doctor Auntie. Um, <laughs> funny. I only realized uh, I went to New York. Yes. Not sir. last weekend, no. but the weekend before. Mm-hmm. Last weekend I was sick, but the weekend before I was in New York. Yeah. Was there for four days? Got mm-hmm. home, was like, oh, I never ate a fucking slice. No, you didn't. Didn't eat a single slice the whole time. Are you joking me? Yeah, didn't eat a slice. Didn't eat pizza at all in 94. What, what, what were you eating? I ate a lot of stuff, but I slice was not part of what I ate. Jesus Christ. I know, and it's weird. It's That's kind of so, because... so weird. That's like going to Mecca and then going, getting all the way up to that thing that they touch and going, you know, I'm grand. Not touching it. Turn around and walk away. It is like that. Yeah. It's it's weird because I was kind of just stuffed myself so much. And then I was like, I'll just, p- I'll pick up a little slice when I'm 
you know, as a little pick me up when mm. I need it. But I was just stuffing myself full of so much other stuff that uh, I never had one. And now I'm like, well, that's I feel sorry for you, man. Um, yeah. I'm not going to be going back. Uh, I think this this New York trip deserves a little bit more attention because those who have been following the story on the podcast remember that I don't know when it was, but it must have been in the last six months, maybe, um, maybe a year ago. It Mark- was July 2023. Yeah, July 2023. Was that when it was? That is when it was. Yeah, Mark went to Florida to go see Steely Dan, and he, um, and he, 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 unfortunately, like an hour or two before the gig, uh, was told it was cancelled, mm-hmm. and that really broke his little his little Irish heart. But and we there was a, a there was a, a thing that was revealed that we did not reveal on the podcast. There was a piece of information where Mark said, "Oh, all might not be bad," mm. and I, uh, I was like, "Oh, what's that piece of information?" And you said, "My lips are sealed because." this uh it might kill the, the or whatever there was some sort of mystery behind it and i got messages i got message off dale burn saying please i need to fucking know what the secret is or what happened what was the mystery so could you please reveal what happened after you after i can't you? reveal the mystery or you have to reveal the mystery but i can't just say that why can't you reveal the mystery i just can't i've been sworn to secrecy by but who I, by tr- some very powerful people but uh i can say that i've managed to as a result of my heartbreak in Miami mm. I managed to get myself a free ticket two free tickets one for me and one for my friend Dan to go and see Steel E Dan in Madison Square Garden in New York City mm-hmm. uh the Friday before last and yeah. I'll tell you it was a hell of a show it was uh yeah it was worth it all it was worth all the heartache I actually have was- some I have some clips. Mark sent me uh, some clips of uh, of, of Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> who is the guy playing the the recorder thing? That's Donald Fagan. Donald Fagan. He's the vocalist of Steely He's Dan. He's the vocalist of Steely Dan, and uh, and he plays one of those things that uh, that your teacher teaches you the musical notes on. <laughs> sounds good doesn't it sounds like it was a great turn um, <laughs> sounds good can yeah. i ask you uh what was the demographic of the people at this concert white old uh were they male or female i would say both really okay okay it well was the, because the steely well, dan were supporting the eagles steely dan were supporting the eagles yeah yeah, yeah. so steely dan i would say the place was just only about two-thirds full okay um to my dismay and then horror because there's kind of a bit of for the first few songs there's people kind of hustling and bustling about and I was like Shh! like I'd flown so fucking far <laughs> to come and see this and I was like get sit down you know were you sitting down I was sitting down no but like was it a sit down thing Is- yeah at one point me and Dan stood up and danced a little bit but then we felt weird and we kind of felt like everyone was looking at us because everyone else was sitting down so then we sat down again it's interesting when I went to Bruce Springsteen with my dad there's like everyone's standing, in the, but we had seats mm. and uh, everyone in the seats were kind of like, Bruce gets you going pretty quickly. Yeah. You could see people really wanting to get up. By the end, every single person was standing up. Yeah. Was that like, like that with Steely? No, not with Steely. Maybe he should cut down on the honking solos and maybe get the... No, no. I'm joking. Sorry. But the Eagles, people were getting up and singing fucking Hotel California and shit. But yeah. I didn't, I didn't care too much. So how long is that? Sing. How long you've got Steely... Steely Dan rocking out for how long? An hour and twenty. Hour twenty. Hour ten. Hour ten. Hour ten, and then Eagles. Two hours. Fuck, that's a long concert. Yeah, there's an intermission. 
and how, uh, how what did you were you did you get drunk at it or did you uh no oh, tell, I, I, talk about I, I how much have, the beers were i would have gotten drunk at it um but for the fact that we got three beers when we got there two coronas and some i think a brooklyn lager uh pints and it was 59 euro <laughs> That's not dollars. That's euro. <laughs> jeez, jeez, that might. That's almost enough to buy a slice of Bambino's pizza. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very good. The, uh, but yeah, it was it was a good time. New York didn't have a slice. Went to see my favorite band. Spent eight thousand euros on not eating slices, and uh, I think that's it. But it was a dream come true for you to see Steely Dan. So I think everyone's really really happy that 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 happened. Mm-hmm. Um, another big thing that happened this week was. Uh, the Late Late Show was reborn. It's not. It's not a film, even though uh, the new host Patrick Kilty is in a film called Belly Walter that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the Late Late Show, for people who don't know who aren't from Ireland, because I recently checked our stats and we've got people who aren't, so we can't assume it's the oldest chat show in the world, mm-hmm. and it's changed host under a national drama that the, the old host left who'd been hosting it for a long time and it was a national left drama in disgrace. left in disgrace turned out he was getting paid extra it's a public uh broadcasting company anyway new host in his name's patrick kilty and uh, he, uh mark what did you think of kilty's first performance as the late late show host did you actually watch the show? we watched it live really yeah wow I thought you were mad busy like all the time doing stuff. I didn't think you'd be doing that kind of shit. Anyway, <laughs> the, <laughs> I watched. Uh, no, I'm do, I don't really do much. Why do you think I'm doing this fucking podcast? <laughs> yeah, true. That's yeah. That's that's very busy. Valid, very valid point. Um, I watched his opening monologue. Yeah, that was all I watched of it. Yeah, I thought it was uh, spicy. Yeah, and I thought it was funny, and I thought he had a fresh, modern, new vibe about him yeah and i liked it i gotta say i did like it and he almost made me cry when he kind of broke up he cracked it it was a good cry as well like it was a genuine kind of cry yeah yeah i respected it he when he was talking about you know being a little kid growing up in in uh dundrum uh, which is where he's from you're also from so you guys should it's dundrum county down oh but he's from a place called dundrum in the north being a little kid in the north like watching the late late show yeah. And then, uh, and now him hosting it, and he kind of caught his throat. That was real nice. Yeah. Um. I asked my granny what she thought of it, um, because she used to work for RT, and obviously, as such, and I was just kind of being an Irish granny, watches the Late Late Show a lot. She said she liked it, um, but she didn't like the angling, the angle of his desk to the guests. Okay. And hey, I Jesus. looked up a picture. I didn't, oh, I, I didn't know your mum was Sophia Coppola, because she's a director. Continue. Oh, continue. Also, I said my granny don't know, but anyway, the um, the desk she said was facing kind of in such a way that he had to kind of look back to talk to the guests rather than him just naturally facing towards yeah. them. Which I think was a. I, I, I went back and looked it up, and I think it was a. It was a, it was a Do you know what? The, fair Anna said the exact same thing. I think really got the, yeah. They must have really. But isn't Anna working film too? Yeah, so they probably they they, they must have really fucked up there if people are. Uh... <laughs> People are noticing that at home on their desk. Just not having the desk face the guest. I don't I think, think I've ever fairly... noticed the angle of like any late late night host before. It was it was funny. I guess I'm just so I just don't watch the show. I guess, but like Emer was like, I don't like the new logo, and I don't like the new uh, yeah stage. I was like, I honestly would not have noticed. Yeah, that it changed at all. I think he'll do a good toy show. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd say do a good toy show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we've had a the late late. 
toy like like host who's like a comedian where they might even like slag the kids a bit because I think those those late late toy show kids it's all very wholesome and stuff but sometimes they could be you could slag them a little bit yeah and I think anytime Ryan did try and slag them it I always thought it was like he he wasn't able to do it right and it, yeah you kind of came off like, mean yeah you're like oh Ryan you kind of yeah you gotta you gotta slag kids in a way that they have no idea they're being slagged mm. when you're slagging a kid you wanna. You want to call them, you want to insult them to their face yeah, yeah, yeah. for them to not have a clue about it. Well, yeah, that's I what I, when I'm second kids, they, they wouldn't have a clue, but I'm being, I'm really giving it to them. Yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. For a lighthearted thing that they don't notice or yeah, really give it to them. So they do notice and they kind of give you a bit back. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the way to, that's the way to do it. When I was, a, when I was, I used to work in a car park for a long time and sometimes mm-hmm. To pass the time, I just stare at people's kids for a really long time until they like start crying because there's nothing else to do. You just see, like, I wonder what happened if I just stare at this kid for fucking ages. Nice. That's. I would say that's. <laughs> I'd say that's something you shouldn't be admitting that you yeah, did. Yeah, I'm kind of regretting it. Getting in. <laughs> there's a lot. Like, you just kind of stand under. There's some. There's lots of things you don't have to say. All the things that you've done. Like, there's some things that, because that would be that's a weird thing to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, you just you just stand there, and then you'd see like some toddler looking at you, and just be like, just stare right at them, see what they do, start squirming and shit. Because you can't do that to an adult; they'll just ask you, "What are you looking at?" Whereas yeah. a kid won't. A kid will just get really upset. Yeah. Well, they do. They walk around. Do it's, you give them a taste of their own medicine? Kids are always staring. I don't know yeah. what that's about, but they just stare at you. So you're giving them a taste of their own medicine. Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually that's actually quite good that you do that. Um, they got to learn somehow to stay away from. Yeah. Um, so I guess we have been away from this podcast for quite a while. Um, since the last episode, what has happened? We uh, don't really even remember. I think, uh, the last episode, the last episode was Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Yeah. So it was quite Jesus. a while ago. Yeah. But oh, man, we're such dumbasses. Like yeah. that. We made that real. That was a rip roaring success. It was huge. Uh, the, how the many po- views did that, did that real get? It got like 300,000 or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> We did our first ever sort of piece of content on yeah, social and it media. Was a rip, I don't know why success. we're telling you guys right now because obviously you saw it. It, it was um, an international success. It went viral. And then our episode was great. Like, and then okay. in order to celebrate that and to ride the wave of it, we decided to not do another episode for like eight weeks. Not real. 30,000. That's what I said. Two to 300,000. 30,000. Yeah, That's actually quite successful. Um, we need anyway. We we did that, and then we. But I, to be fair, I went off and did the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah, and you went to to New York to see Steely Dan. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, we we have had things. We're busy, man. Mm. Um. But yeah. Again, as we said on every preceding podcast, this is the start of a new chapter. We will be recording it's the beginning of a new every year. single week. We will be producing. We're actually considering twice a week. We're considering doing it every day, like a radio show mm. on News Talk. Mm. Um. <laughs> Anyway, we uh, what's even funny is that it's been an incredibly long amount of time since we've done this podcast. So you would expect us to have so many films uh, ready to discuss for you. The only film I think we've actually gone to see in the cinema was Jurassic Park. Yeah. Because it was the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park. Mark Very special day. Burns' favorite film. Yeah, it was nice. We managed to, to, to gather a pretty, pretty solid group. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't seen the film in quite a you know a relatively long time yeah um for how often i watch it you had not watched it ever had you no i had niels had never seen it niels had, niels never, had seen never seen it. it i'd seen it the only time i'd seen it was in claire uh oh yeah, yeah when yeah, yeah. we did a drinking game 
while watching it and it was like anytime water ripples which is usually the footstep yeah, of yeah, a yeah. dinosaur anytime samuel l jackson says hold on to your butts it's um, two times it's two times and then uh another one which we had to not use was anytime you see the jurassic park logo yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. it's in remember, basically yeah, every shot we had to just yeah we had to just veto that one because it's like it would just be <laughs> essentially like non-stop thinking. yeah um like that wasn't really the best environment to watch the film in no um so having i guess seen it in a proper environment and on the big screen yeah for the first time i mean i think it's fairly well stated what i think of the film but what what, what were your thoughts Ah, yeah, no, it's great. It's a really great film. I mean, I even thought that that time, I don't even know if that was, you know, Jurassic Park's one of those films where you've seen so many bits of it through, Mm. you know, culture that you feel like you know most of it already. I'd seen two or I have seen two since. um, And I don't think I've seen three. I think that's, I've only seen one and two. Don't don't watch (laughs) Don't watch them. But the, the, the film is really good. The unfortunate thing was the room was really hot. It was fucking uh, boiling. Really, it was like really being hot. on, and I was like, Elisorda. "Oh, this is this is tough. This is tough to watch." It was kind of ruining the movie for yeah, me a little bit. It was. It was tough. Uh, but like, I still great plot. Really, really good. Um, like, just you kind of know where where every. I really like. Do you know what I really like? Is is the character of the 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 guy? What's his name? Um, played by Richard Attenborough. Or is it Richard Attenborough? Hmm? The 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 old guy who's created the park. Yeah. Is it Richard Attenborough? Yeah. Yeah. His character, I think it's great. It's complex. It's uh, He's not a black and white villain. He's a nuanced guy. He's he's a very human character. You know, he's created this park. He's obviously, he obviously believes and loves what he's done. He has, he loves dinosaurs, but he's like, you know, the, the, he flew too close to the sun kind of person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's moving faster than, you know, science is moving faster than morality. He's doing things because without asking why and and it's a really human story and he has he's obviously like a good person but he's flawed and and i really like it it's quite a he's like quite a complex character in what is a film about like dinosaurs and we stuff. had a nice debate about it afterwards about is he like or is he kind of a selfish man and he's yeah he's also he's kind of just a bit power mad and he wants to yeah try and create all of these things I think I think well you have that that great thing where he's like the fleas he he starts off as a guy with a little it's a funny little story isn't it he a little flea circus he has a little flea circus yeah yeah uh, and and then he becomes like one of the richest men in the world seemingly but he uh he starts yeah, off it's with, real rags to riches story <laughs> real it? rags to riches story and but he uh like he maybe maybe he does like playing with God but he has a realization in the film which leaves you kind of satisfied with him as a character I think that. You know, there's this, he has a sort of knowing moment where he, mm. he's worried about his grandkids and stuff like that. But like up until then, he's kind of a sack of shit, like putting his kids and his grandkids in the fucking car. I can't remember that that character's name. It's really freaking me out. Because oh. that should be very well. Uh, Is he a doctor? No. It's Dr. Grant, Ellie Sattler. Okay, so Jurassic Park. I'm, Dune, Gennaro. Uh, Jurassic Park. Man, that's weird. That's my brain is like, I should that should be very well much in there. Jurassic Park. Come on. Yeah, later referred to as as a franchise. Oh my goodness. Oh, you're so bad at googling stuff. What the fuck is going on here? Um, so you, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's hard to find this. Just like Richard Attenborough, Jurassic Park, and then I'll say his character. Oh yeah, good idea. Uh, Richard 
Richard Attenborough Jurassic Park. Oh my god, man. <laughs> doesn't doesn't give me the information. Okay, fuck it. I'll remember it myself the old fashioned way. Richard Jurassic Park. It just says I don't know. It's because I was sick in the weekend. My brain is is not I'm not hundred percent back yet. I can't my I can't brain is bits bits gone from it. I can't see it. I had the flu. It's not COVID. You know, Richard Attenborough is just an amazing don't worry, guy. I don't have COVID. Okay, I'll get it now. Um I thought I had COVID, but I don't. Well that's good because you're here in my house. Okay, so he's Dr. John Hammond. I knew he was a doctor. Dr. John Hammond. I knew that. What do you think he's the doctor of? Being he's, a terrible grandfather. Okay. He's a doctor of uh Please. He's a fucking pretty sweet grandfather. He invented dinosaurs and then he brought his little kids to come out and look at the dinosaurs. That's sweet as hell. Yeah, but he puts them in a car by themselves, a lot of strangers who he's known for like like maybe 15 minutes. That's fine. They're scientists. They're not what do you what do you think they strangers saved their lives? They're I would well say socially, like those people look like in the film, um, those characters do not come off like they're sane people. Only one, Laura Dern is probably the sane one. And Alan Grant is as sane as hell. Uh, Alan Grant kind of actively hates kids in the film until like sort of... Dr. Becomes... Malcolm, no, but they don't get in the car with Dr. Malcolm. Who do they get? Dr. Malcolm? They, <laughs> actually, they actually get in the car with the Gennaro, the lawyer. It's just the two of them and the lawyer yeah. who they get in the car with. Do- yeah. Dr. Malcolm and Nelly and Thing, they're in a different car altogether. Yeah, because he doesn't let them... He doesn't let them in the car. Anyway, you, I think you, it's a good film. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you just said he was bad because he did let them in the car. And I think he, I think it's I think it's irresponsible to put two children in the ha- in a place full of completely dangerous, extremely dangerous uh, dinosaurs. He's letting his two grandchildren while he just hangs out in the in the safe place. I think that's pretty bad grandfathering. Anyway, well, the the film I would say very good and also. Uh, Niels liked it. Niels did. My like brother it. Niels only watches like one film a year. He really liked it. It was nice to see. Um, he was really gassed up after it. He actually suggested we watch Stress Park Two this week, which is astonishing. Like yeah. I think Niels maybe, you know, anytime he watches a film, I think he might even like. I think that's the first time he's probably gone to the cinema in years, and I think he may genuinely just be amazed at the spectacle of moving images. Yeah, like do you think? Like, do you think like he thinks that's a contemporary film? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say he's looking at that film the same way those people looked at that train film in like 1895 when cinema was yeah, invented like, and like thought the train was coming towards them. Whoa. Niels is in the cinema having the same experience now. He's like, are those dinosaurs real? <laughs> uh, uh, have you ever seen those things? Have you ever, have you ever seen those drone, um, those things where they can coordinate drones to make shape, like to, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A light display, a kind of light display drone with display, drones, yeah. but like they I can... saw one in Dubai. It's insane. Oh, oh yeah, and yeah. they can do like images with the drones. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I saw one where like someone was like, I saw one where it was like a big skull going like ah yeah. in the sky, and someone was like, "We should just fly this over one of the uncontacted tribes in the Amazon and see what they do." <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good idea. They'd be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Like, you could go in there and convince those guys anything, couldn't you? <laughs> That's, go to the uncontacted with the full drone show, and they'd be like, fuck. <laughs> a skull just go, rah, 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 yeah. rah, 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 Oh, my God. What, what, what do you think they do? 
I've no idea. Like, do you think it would like, do you think, you know, the way there's like moments in the Bible that I guess are supposed to be like pivotal moments in uh, Christianity. I don't, mm. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, Jesus getting crucified, I guess it's a pretty big one. Uh, do you, th- <laughs> do you think, uh, the skull like do you think that that would the laughing the, skull would become do you think the like center the, of, the teeth clacking skull yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the sky do you think that would permanently alter the course of their civilization i, I don't like, know do you i think they'd completely change all their religious beliefs and everything i'd just be be mad i don't know like they'd be like whoa we gotta start afresh here I'd say their heads would just explode. Yeah. You know, I'd say they would properly just explode. They'd be like, just be fucking brain everywhere. Very poor (laughs) harvest this year. (laughs) Absolutely harmful. Wouldn't recommend doing it, but would be very interesting. It'd be an interesting thing to see. Yeah. You should do that and then put them in the Big Brother house. Capture them and put them in the Big Brother house Mm. and then just watch what happens. Yeah. Yeah. See what happens. Do you think you'll ever end up on a celebrity Big Brother style thing with your career? No. No. Um, but, uh, w- would I, there was actually, there was a thing, not big brother, but there was that comedians thing that that's recently been announced. The, um, what's it called? House of Funnies. The, the, the law lo- it's called last one laughing lol. And, uh, okay. it's an Amazon show. They basically get, uh, the 10 top comedians in Ireland mm. and they get them into a room and they get them to try and make each other laugh. And yours truly was actually chosen as a, as a backup to trial uh, the game. So, I oh, wait. So I wasn't chosen as one of the top ten. That was someone gets sick or um, <laughs> wait. No, so- not a backup. Like literally, Graham Norton is the presenter, and they needed Graham to like run the game a few times so that he could get so that Graham could get used to doing the game, and so that cameramen and the okay. people could get used to it. So. They got me and a few other comedians to go in and just test out the fucking thing. And we had to try and make each other laugh. And then it was just really giving Graham a chance to practice. Did you meet Graham? I met Graham. Nice guy. Yeah, but it was kind of, we. I felt like, oh, like he's literally the nicest human ever. But like he walked into the room, um, made some joke, probably not even the funniest joke, you know. Yeah, you weren't the last one. And we, like all 10 of us, all adult comedians, you know, all burst out laughing like mm. he made some like thing go- he came in and we had been doing this thing and he went are y'all going a bit mad something like that and we all went ah! <laughs> <laughs> Graham stop <laughs> we are we're going so mad <laughs> <laughs> like that and yeah. it was I felt I just I looked Peter McGann was there and afterwards I was like I feel like a cretin I feel yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a horrible I'm embarrassed of myself. That's what you got to do. But I, I wasn't, it wasn't purposeful. You just automatically want to suck up to this person. That's what you and he do. was so, he was so like, charming and nice and friendly. Did he give you a bottle of white wine? Uh, you mean Pinot, Pinot Grigio? Is that what he? No, but do you know what happens when you, when you get out of the game? I don't even know if I should, I probably sh- shouldn't be saying any of this. <laughs> I just realized like, I think I had to sign an NDA. I think I might get in trouble. NDAs don't apply to podcasts. podcasts. Okay. <laughs> I really wonder if I might get in trouble for this, but okay, whatever. We'll just leave it in. Um, but no, he didn't get me Pinot Grigio. But what you do get, what you get is when you get knocked out of the game, you actually get to go and just hang out with, with Graham Norton for the rest of the day. And they have supply of alcohol there. I don't know if it's his wine, but uh, there is, there's wine and stuff there. Wait, what do you mean you get to go and hang out with Graham He Norton? watches the whole thing on a, on screens. 
Mm. He's watching the whole thing. He's sitting in a room like fucking like those VAR refs in the football. He's sitting in a room like that and and he's watching everyone. Yeah, okay. And then and then there's seats. So if you get kicked out, you go to that room and watch with them. That's a bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Did and you, you can get pissed. Did you did you get pissed? No, because I wasn't doing the real thing. So I didn't have uh, real alcohol. That's they a shame. Tea. Wait, so you gotta just go the the show is you just gotta try and make people laugh. Yes. For um Let's play it. Me and you, we're going to play it. Okay, so first person to laugh loses. Starting now. Hey, Mark. I'm, I'm not going to laugh. Did you, when was the last time you farted? Stop. That's not funny. Yeah, but. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. <laughs> you made me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. No, but I that's because wish... I'm experienced in this game. And what True. I, what I, what you find out is that um, the things that make people laugh are, is first of all the tension of trying to not laugh, and mm. then also uh, very, very, very basic sub-level humor. Mm. Silly. Someone falling over, funniest thing in the world. Someone making a fart noise, absolutely hilarious. Mm. Um, there was actually a, a fart noise maker. Which I think they had to confiscate because it was so funny. It was just knocking everyone out. Wait, so all these men or and or women are allowed to do it too? Oh yeah, anyone can do it. <laughs> well, anyone. And, um, they're sitting in a room. Yes. Trying not to laugh. Yeah. Well, no, they're not just trying not to laugh. They're trying to make other people laugh. Okay. And the last person gets like. And how long does it, grand. How long does an episode last? I think they recorded over like what if they all laugh eight hours and then uh, wow and then and then the last person wins and I know who won but that I would definitely get sued if I reveal that. Do you know what almost takes eight hours? What flight to New York? And do you know it's a good way to spend time on a flight that long? What watching a movie? What did you watch on your flight to New York? <laughs> Transformers: Rise of Beasts. Transformer Rise of Beasts. Which I think is the seventh installment of the Transformers. Is it Michael Bay? No, he ha- didn't do the last one and he didn't do this one. And I actually believe that this one is a sequel to the film Bumblebee, but a prequel to the original Transformers film that Michael Bay made. The first one? It's a prequel to the first So film. Bumblebee's on Earth, right? In, in, in the first one. Bumblebee's on Earth. Yeah, but they're all already on Earth at the start of the first one. They're just oh, kind of really? chilling. Yeah. Oh. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Rise of the Beasts, yeah. And it came out um, this year. It came out this year. June but it, 9th. Delta Airlines had it anyway. Economy. Optimus Prime and the Autobots take on their biggest challenge yet. When a new threat capable of destroying the entire planet emerges, they must team up with a powerful faction of Transformers known as the Maximals to save Earth. Yeah, okay. So what happens is, is this giant spaceship flying around. Oh, basically, like there's these um, Transformers that turn, instead of, you know the way some Transformers turn into, you go Transformer into truck? Well, yes. they were like, what if instead of going Transformer into truck, you go Transformer into monkey? Or Transformer into what? Rhino or Transformer into Bird or actual, whatever. Actual or no, robotic? No, it doesn't really make sense. Because the whole point of the Transformer... I don't really get the Transformers because they're from another planet. They're yes. aliens. 
But like, why do they look like, you know, Fords and stuff? They, they, from my memory in the movie, they scan these things and they oh. turn themselves into these things to pass off as parts of this world. Well, so they, what do they look like when they're at home? They just look like what they look like when they're de- when they're in their transformer form. But when they're in transformer form, they still kind of look like trucks and shit. Yeah, they're transformers. They can kind of change into whatever. All right. Well, anyway, no, so I, I I actually don't have the answer there because what? yeah, you're right. They kind of look like they look like trucks and shit. Yeah, Optimus Prime looks like the truck that he is. He looks like a truck. Yeah. Um. The- There's an explanation, but I don't know what it is. Uh, okay, so <laughs> they're there and they're so. There's this fuck. It's the same plot as every other one, where there's some cube or some shit that a bad guy wants to get so okay. he can destroy the world. Okay, okay. And then ages ago, this these guys were fighting uh, over this cube, and then they took the cube. The monkey, the monkey transformers took the cube. This is actually before they're on Earth, so it doesn't make any sense because they look like monkeys and birds. And this shit. is so boring. I yeah. don't care about it at all. <laughs> can you stop telling me about this film? So I really, mon- I'm like, I actively didn't go <laughs> see in the. I haven't seen. I saw the Listen, first one. I've never you about watched it. it anymore. The monkey people, so the monkey shit. people and shit, came to Earth, and then they actually helped the Aztecs and shit build the pyramids. And stuff. <laughs> they, no, they did. Well, this just sounds like some TikTok videos that the I've monkey, seen. Perf- the monkey. Oh, I'm gonna bring up something else actually. Okay, to remind me. But uh, the monkey transformers brought all the. They helped the Aztecs build all the pyramids and shit, and they gave the Aztecs all their tech and stuff. But then they went into hiding. And then the bad guys came back for some reason. And then the Transformer Autobots had to come out and fight the bad guys. And then ultimately okay. they awakened the monkey robots out of their slumber. Mm. And then they all had to fight the bad guys. Um, okay. It is, I would say, a terrible film. Okay. Um, to the extent that like... Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. I guess you're on a plane. I was on a plane. I did just pause at one stage and then I was like, to go to the toilet when I came back, I was like, oh, well, I'll put on something else. And I was like, ah, I may as well just finish it. How much time did you spend watching the person next to you's episode of Seinfeld without sound? Well, no, the reason <laughs> I actually sat down and I wanted to start watching Transformers Rise of the Beast. Just yeah. I used to have quite a fondness for the first Transformers film. Yeah. And then uh, I, I hadn't seen any. Subscri- no, I have. But uh, I don't know. I was like, you know what? There's a new Transformers. We're yeah. watch this. But then the person beside me started watching it almost immediately when we got on, like, w- after getting on the plane. And oh, I was like, no. oh, I want to watch this. But then I, fe- I was paranoid that she'd think that I put it on because she was watching it. And then also I thought it would be really annoying <laughs> if she was, like, watching a film that was 10 minutes ahead of mine because I wouldn't be able to stop looking at her yes. screen and seeing what was going to okay, happen in 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, um, So I fell asleep for a bit and then I watched it. But anyway, it sucks so bad. Um, it's just a stupid film and it's yeah. boring like you know when like action is too, there's just so much action and it's yeah. so CGI that yeah. it's not it's not entertaining also as a problem that I've had with every uh, Transformers film and Optimus Prime as a character as well is the Autobots are fucking rubbish and they get the shit kicked out of them every time and I don't understand why anyone has the time of day for them they're wieners and they get the shit beat out of them the whole time. I think the yeah, Op- Optimus Prime kind of honorable kind of guy. He's not. No, he sucks. He thinks he's all tough and and stoic and stuff, but he just gets the shit beat out of him yeah. constantly. I think. Would you say Transformers the worst franchise? No, out of them all. No, it's so bad. The first one, first one. I like. If you look one. back, is I it. so man. Have you seen your one who does the the? Female characters written by men. 
Megan Fox. No, but yeah, but she's like this classic female. Have you seen her? She's so she's this. I can't remember her name. It's every female character written by a man. She does incredible. Uh, <laughs> she does every female bartender. Her name is Delaney. Uh, you should see her. On, watch her on TikTok. On Wait, Instagram. are you talking about because the Megan Fox is all sexified and stuff? No, it's not that she's all sexified. It's it's the it's the character, which is like her name is Delaney. Um. And she does these these really really funny satires of characters written by men, and they are just so yeah. But spot talk on. to me about why Transformers One is bad. But Transformers One, it's like these. I'll show you. I'll show you. Man, video. I want to hear you say. Okay, okay. It. I'm what, why, what show, but basically, it's like these these these. Every character is this ridiculous, like complete archetype. You have the ba- the the bully who has the best bully name I've ever seen, um, which I talk about all the time. His name is Trent DeMarco. Which is the funniest bully name ever? He's in Trent DeMarco. Trent DeMarco, and he's the bully, and they've got this kind of like nerdy guy who's actually like got great. And then you have this ridiculously hot woman who's somehow attracted to the nerd. She's this. Oh, get, guess what? She's every guy's dream. She's she's a cool ass. Uh, she's, she's like. A, let she's me a, check under the hood. Let me check under the hood. Petrol uh, head. Turns out I'm a bit of a petrol guzzler. Oh, picks up the turns up the thing. Hey, nice. You actually got a pretty impressive engine down here. That's actually pretty impressive. Hey, wh- why you look so sad? Ah, my dad, he taught me how to steal cars. I used to help hook them up. I feel I'm this troubled woman. I just need some help from a man to kind of get to help me open up. It's like just a ridiculous character that some guy has dreamed up in his head. <laughs> it's just like a, a fantasy. It's a, we're watching. Michael Bay's fantasy, and as we watch it, Wait, it's man, like it, that. The whole—it's about robots to turn into cars. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? It's a fantasy. No, but like the the the, the human storyline within it. Yeah, yeah, but obviously, doesn't have any roles for women. Obviously, in it. it's, it's completely—it's male gaze bullshit. It's stupid, man. This doesn't sound like your opinion. This sounds like the opinion of someone else. Uh no, I think I think it's I think it's bad. I think he makes bad films that are kind of like I pornographically think, bad. I think Michael Bay makes some of the worst films of all time. Um, no, I do. I also think Transformers One is probably bad. When I watched it when I was fifteen, I thought it was very good. Yeah, me too. I did too because he makes films for like fucking teenage idiots, and he does and he gives them what they want rather than like within the culture of that time, rather than like anything that's even slightly. He hasn't. He doesn't even need to connect two brain cells together to try. And make a plot. Where did like. he come from? Uh, he made Independence Day with Will Smith. Did he? Yeah, which is that's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, it's a Michael Bay movie. Holy shit! I was actually trying uh, to convince him to was watch that. Him? Oh fuck! Uh, he also made that one. Uh, art. Uh, with 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 fucking. I don't want to close my eyes. Oh, Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> did he make that? Yeah, I think so. Whoa. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm pretty sure he made those movies. I'm, I'm not sure, but those two films... I don't think he made either of those. He made Armageddon, uh, but let me have a look and see if he made... What was the other one I said he made? Independence Day. Armageddon. No, he didn't make Independence Day. I thought he did. I don't want to close my eyes. Who the fuck made Independence Day? Um, Thank God, because I like Independence Day. Independence Day's <laughs> good, yeah. The uh, But anyway, yeah, long story short. Um, they made a new one. What fucking, fuck? what do you call it? Transformers Rise of the Beast. Oh, one thing I have to say. So you know the way we have uh, we have the fucking Spider-Verse? Yes. No, we like the Spider-Verse. Well, I do. You do too. 
we uh, I would say we both we both have said on this podcast that it's Guardians of the Galaxy the verse, right? We have yeah. all this shit where they can like mm-hmm. you know, we've got the Batman with the Joker and all this shit. So at the end of um at the end of Transformers Rise of the Beast, the what's his name? The main character, he's like all his troubles are resolved, he kills the bad guy or whatever. Spoiler alert, he fucking kills the bag. Okay. And then he's going back to his normal life and then this this guy comes in and uh, he goes to a job interview and this guy is like, I'm not going to give you the job or something. He's like, hey, what the fuck? He's like, but I got a better offer for you. Uh, we've been watching you. I'm from the FBI or something fucking CIA. Yeah, or yeah, shit. yeah. And then he's like, uh, you got some skills. I think you should come work for us. And he's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Work for the government. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you should consider it. If you ever want to, if you ever change your mind, give me a call. And he slides his card across the table and it says G.I. Joe on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that, don't do this. I don't want the G.I. Joe. I don't even know what G.I. Joe is. G.I. Joe is American Action Man. Is it, Oh, it's Action Man. Yeah, basically. But is, is, that, is that actually what it is? Yes. Okay. And what's a G.I.? A general informant. Did you make that up? Yeah. It's um a GI is a these are such bad it's an movies. army guy. Is there any good but these? I think these are all gonna, such bad movies. I think they're gonna do a GI Joe Action Man collab. I think it was supposed to be GI like, Joe, not Action Man. GI Joe Action Transformers, <laughs> co- like GI Joe Action. What help. is he a toy? He's a toy. He's a yeah. So bad. Like it's it, like so like bad. how they do all the Avengers in one movie. Yeah, you know, or all those guys together. Is, is Transformers do, like a one of those Marvel or is it? Transformers is Hasbro. It's a toy company. Okay. The toys came before the show. Okay. Okay. As far as I know. Yeah. So GI Joe is a toy. Who makes um Barbie again? Mar Ma- Marvel. Mattel. 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 <laughs> Maybe we could get that in there too. Transformer. <laughs> anyway, one other thing I wanted to say. I've been talking a lot here, but yeah. Did you see the aliens? The real aliens. N- no. The Mexican aliens. Oh yes, okay, okay. Yeah, explain <laughs> this to me because I don't I barely saw this guy basically, some guy said that he um had aliens. <laughs> he said he had aliens and that they were like thousands of years old and they're from Peru and he got invited scientists to test them and said they were like non human little little beings. Yeah. And he Present them at Mexican Congress. I read some like conflicting stuff about some newspapers were saying like the Mexican government presents aliens, and I don't <laughs> think that was really necessarily what happened. Okay, but he did. I don't really understand. He seemed to present them in some kind of official way, official manner. He's okay, like, look at these aliens. And when he just found them on his land or something, how he came to get them, I don't know because I saw him getting interviewed on Peruvian news. Okay. And the Peruvian news anchor was like, you stole these artifacts from Peru and brought them to Mexico. And he got extremely angry and started okay. screaming at the news anchor being like, no, I didn't. And okay. He's like, well, where did you, how did you get them? And he's like, well, uh, well I don't know. I... Okay. So these are supposed aliens. All I've seen are photos of them and they are two kind of, they look like almost like, uh, almost like, you know, the, the guy, the, you know, Pompeii. You know, mm, the guy mm. wanking in Pompeii. Yeah, it looks like that. It kind of looks like that, except not masturbating and then very wrinkled yeah. little faces. Really thirsty little look head. quite human. I would say, like, more human than I would have thought aliens would look, but not... I've seen humans make that face before. Yeah. But then the head, the skull is quite small. 
Yeah. Um, it's definitely not like I saw a, f- a funny post on Reddit that said if you if someone says they saw an alien or someone says they took a photo of an alien and you see it and it looks like what you imagine an alien would look like, then it's probably not real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. It looks so similar no to, uh, to, to Hollywood alien. Exactly. Yeah. There's no way real aliens would actually look like aliens. From what are the chances we would guess exactly what aliens look like? Yeah. What be, are the chances? Like, it'd be amazing. Yeah. It'll be so crazy. Um, it's really funny if you look at videos of them as well. He just keeps like picking them up in one hand and like oh, really? moving them around. How big are they? They're only like a foot tall. Um, it's Why are re- they so small? They're aliens. I don't know. But it's so funny. Okay. Like clearly if they were, I feel like if they were real, you wouldn't just be like picking them up and walking around. With yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, they're definitely fake, but but it's it's interesting that it's kind of like, I guess governments are now so open to the fact that aliens exist because like they they probably do Mm. uh the like scientific community or whatever kind of like yeah they i mean they they definitely exist i feel like like they they they, they're like they're you're real far away and it's unlikely they'll uh, reached us but uh then you know nasa's now like giving us showing us all these videos of like you know what are they not called ufos anymore they're called utis or no, it's a different thing. Oh, they're <laughs> <laughs> no, they're called U- UITs, UIDs, Un- unidentified aerial UADs. phenomenon, UAP, UAP. Yeah, and uh, and they're showing us them, and we're like, okay, well, what the fuck is that? And they're like, we literally don't know. I so I mean that they they there's the governments are probably like you know fuck it, like maybe they are, so that we don't know. I'd be of the mindset that. Um, I would say the government don't mind putting that stuff out there because they're like, ah, it'll just get people talking about some stuff that doesn't fucking matter at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and also, let... conspiracy theory is like so normalized now. Yeah, they're probably like, well, maybe we might as well like give them the info we let, have. Let them <laughs> just like let them talk about this bullshit. They should turn the so deep files of the about... FBI into just like an open library and let people just walk around and see the shit because have a look. It won't make a difference in what people believe have in a look. any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. People will still just believe whatever batshit theories they hear from whoever. Um, you are going to talk about a film called The Cube. I mean, I'm going to attempt to talk about it because uh, this is this was a film that I saw on. Um, there's a great guy on on TikTok who recommends films, and uh, and this film. Is kind of like I guess it's not even famous enough to be a cult cla- classic, but it's a film called Cube. Um, it's a 1997 independent ca- uh, uh, Canadian science fiction horror. Uh, basically, it's about uh, a load of people who wake up in a cube mm. and uh, they need to try and get out of it. They do not know each other, um, and the cubes, like basically every cube has four doors in it. One, two, three, four doors in it, and you you have to try get through the cube. And then when you go into another room, um, there are essentially booby traps which can kill you. Uh, oh, it's kind of like Crystal Maze, but deadly kind it's, of situation. It's, like, it's 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 probably more like Saw or something like that, you know? Okay. Uh, but it's kind of cool because it's it's got computer graphics in it, but they're Ooh. doing it in quite an interesting way. And then it's those early computer graphicy kind of things. Um, it's got a load of actors who are who you don't know who they are, you know, mm. which is sometimes nice. And um, and then like the car- actors are played in a real like hard uh, character way, like they're they're in that nineties way of acting, where yeah, yeah. the way everything is super understated these days. Like actors, when they're really upset, they go, "Yeah, you know, yeah." yeah. Sometimes it feels sad. 
yeah, you know, they talk like that, like uh, you know, like the 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 way like Paul Mescal and uh, all these people act now, which is great. I kind of fucking love it, but yeah, that's yeah, the style yeah. of acting now. Um, in the nineties, people will be like, "I'm so angry at you." Yeah, yeah like yeah, that's yeah. how they acted, and there's something fun about it. It is it's um, nice. Nice to watch that. We'll go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> They do things yeah, like that yeah, yeah. in the movie. What I really, really like, like you, like there's the big, angry, aggressive cop, and he kind of starts being the alpha and the leader. And he sometimes he'll like go up to like the weaker character and go, "Hey, you little idiot kid, you shut the hell up! I'm the guy who's in charge." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't see people act like that in movies anymore. You it's don't a see shame. People, you know, being real stupid and dumb and comicky. And uh, I kind of like seeing that. But then the film, like, you know, they all start going completely insane. Uh, wait they're just in how big is the cube the cube well they kind of they kind of find that in the film but it turns out that the cube is a series of cubes put together they manage they have one person who's like a maths genius they all have like a specific thing that they're good at rubik's um and it turns out the cube is fucking giant it's rubik's it's like there's like a thousand five hundred of the cubes it's like a rubik's i don't know what a rubik's is (laughs) (laughs) like a rubik's cube yeah, yeah. No, it's not. But there's only like fucking twelve, twenty-four. I don't know. We how wait. Many? So they just they just wake up in there. They wake up in there, and then they essentially like have no idea. They are like, do we have to try get out? What the fuck is going on? They don't Shit. remember anything. Um, Jeez. and uh, and it's a good watch. It's an hour and thirty minutes long. Um, Hello. so that's pretty good. And like, I don't know. It's not like the fucking greatest film ever, but it's uh, it's pretty gruesome. It's what kind of booby traps? Actually, are pretty like about? horrible at some points. The kind of booby traps would be, excuse me, they get triggered by various things. M- much like myself. And um, <laughs> much like the fucking people online these days. Anyway, um, I'm starting to act like a 90s actor. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they get they get triggered uh, by like, you know, body heat. So, so someone will go into the room and then your body heat will trigger the booby trap. And mm. it will be like a sort of like, um, do you know a math copy book? Do you know the oh, lines yeah. of a map copy book? Yeah, yeah, classic. It'll be like that, but they're lasers. Like in they, Resident Evil. And they move across the room and then the body gets completely cubed. That happened in Resident Evil. Um, movie. Which is what, when I don't know what hung, drawn, and quartered. You know, the quartered part of when someone gets hung, drawn, and quartered. But when I hear hung, drawn, and quartered, that's what I imagine. I Do imagine, you not know what that means? Imagine their body gets cubed. That's a lot more. Quartered is when they tie a rope to your both your arms and both your legs and get four horses to run in four different directions but sure you're already dead by then no yeah but they still do it just to and what's the drawn bit they draw all over you (laughs) (laughs) like mean things they get everyone in the village to come down they can like fucking write stuff all over you (laughs) dickhead (laughs) yeah that's so embarrassing yeah I know Oh, I'd hate that with a Sharpie. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? When you were a kid and you got a cast. Yeah, yeah. I never did. And then people would just write real mean things on your cast. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to take it. You kind of, at the time, you'd think it's funny. But it's like, kind of like, almost like a temporary tattoo. But as a kid, your friends come over and go, well, I just draw a penis on your cast. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> then like, you have to go home and your mom's oh. like, what the have you done what what did you break your arm uh my finger yeah that's not a cast for a finger i broke it in a strange way that needed a full arm cast were you up the bum finger was it (laughs) it was something like that uh 
uh, a guy in my class called Wolfston, he grabbed my finger and his he grabbed it between his, his finger and uh, thumb in a what what could be considered a sort of sphincter like grip. And, <laughs> and and he and I tried to get away and, and, it, and he actually fractured my finger. God, he must um, have been an absolute beast. This, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, Big I had to wear it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't think I've said sphincter like grip before. There you go. <laughs> God. I will be using it again. What was this man's name? Wolfston. Wo- that was his first name. Yeah, Wolfston. What was his surname? Well, I don't want to be giving out his surname on the podcast. Rowan. <laughs> Wolfston. Yeah, Wolfston. Yeah, his dad is like a cool rock star. Really cool, really nice guy. We're still friends, but um, he uh, he did break my finger. That's a crazy name. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, don't hold it against him. Actually gave me a great story that I could one day tell on a podcast. I like 15 that years later. Yeah, so there yeah. you go. And then someone drew a penis in your cast. And, the, and, the, and then you go home and then your parents don't like it. So then you have to draw. You know, it's like. The cast thing is... is you just got to dip the whole thing in paint. Yeah. Mm, bath and then, the paint. And then you got... Yeah. So the cube, I mean... I, w- I, would, I would watch it. Uh, how are we doing time-wise? We are at 53 minutes. Just saying that out loud. Listen, on the topic of 90s films, I'm just yes. going to go through a quick blast, right? Mm-hmm. In, in the last couple of weeks, I watched... No, in the last week, I watched John Grisham, The Client... Ever seen that movie? The Client, John Grisham. John Grisham book, The Client. Is a movie. Okay, no. Based on the book. The it's client. got Susan Sarandon in it. She is a lawyer defending a child because the child witnesses a nasty crime no. kind of thing. Never never heard of it. Big fan of Susan Sarandon, but Good good thriller, but not that good. We're okay. going to give it 7 out of 10. You could do better. There's better John Grisham better. better John Grisham esque 90s. What's the John Grisham esque 90s film that's good? Is Double he, Jeopardy is a good is one. Is Fugitive him? Double Jeopardy. What's Double Jeopardy again? Woman goes to jail for killing her husband, but she didn't actually kill him. He's still alive. But because you can't go to jail twice for the same crime, yeah. when she gets out of jail, yeah. she could just kill him and there's, she doesn't have to Yeah, pay. I've seen that. That's great. Fucking hell. Double Jeopardy. Watch that film. It's really good. So good. Really, um, really good. There's loads of them. Emer's a real expert at that. Yeah. Then another film that I watched, which is probably not from the 90s, Stand By Me. You ever see that? Yeah. Do you know what Stand By Me was? First two DVDs I ever got. First, DVD number one, Daddy Daycare. Excellent. Um, DVD number two, Stand By Me. And everyone told me this is an amazing film. You got to watch this film. You're going to love this film. All my friends were jealous. I was mm. like maybe 10, 11 years old. I watched it. I was really good, but I really felt a lot when I watched it. I remember. I fun- felt a lot. I was, I was, I was a kid, and these these were also kids, and they were kind of my age, and they were kind of growing up. Maybe they were a bit older than me. Um, I felt. I remember feeling like that when that kid, the kind of crazy one, and he, his dad is is an abusive alcoholic. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's it's a tough it's a tough film. It's crazy and when he I, finds that leech on his penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's I I remember watching it when I was a kid and just like it being on TV. And me watching it when my parents were like, weren't there. Yeah. And uh, I remember being like, whoa, I'd say I'm probably not allowed to watch this. I guess I was, I must have been like eight or nine. And I remember finding it like really, even though there's nothing scary happens in it, yeah. I remember just finding it scary. Who is the scary older guy? Is, is it Kiefer Sutherland playing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so it's River scary. Phoenix. River it? Phoenix, yeah. Wow. And Corey Feldman. 
Um, Corey Feldman's in it too, mm. and it does the it, it's it's it does that thing they do at the end of um end of basketball movies. Where yeah, they, where it where says they, what happens, where everyone. it plays a song and then it has a freeze frame and then it tells Ooh. you what happens and it, it just unnecessarily like because the film just is already <laughs> the film ends. The film like, ends and, and this and guy the, just got stabbed. And yeah, this dead. guy got stabbed trying to break up a bar fight. You're like, why? Did, I was yeah. already crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you adding so that? Why are you punching me in the gut? You can't just throw that in before the credits. By the way, this psych. guy. <laughs> just after. Hey, the film's film over. Psych. Psych. <laughs> this guy just died. The uh, no, yeah. I, I when that happened, he I became, was like, what is it? It's like the the tough kid. He became a lawyer. He lived a great life. Yeah, he turned his life around and he became a lawyer. And then someone stabbed him and he died. Like, <laughs> why did you throw that in? <laughs> why do they do that? Um. And then number three, based on Kiefer Sutherland being in that, I was like, do you know what I've never seen? Lost Boys. So I watched Lost Boys. Mm. Lots of cool, iconic scenes, cool music, uh, very stylish, looks very cool. Overall, though, thought it was shit. Okay. Is that Australian, that film? No, it's an American kind American. of cool. They're vampires, right? Vampire, but it's a different take of vampires. They're like cool bikers. Oh, yeah. The vampires have been emos for far too long. We need yeah. to make them cool bikers again. I actually would like to see Lost Boys made again by yeah. someone cool. Yeah. I'm liking this. You're running through so many films. I'm yeah. liking this a lot. Kind of, I probably, maybe I should have done this like an hour earlier in the podcast. That's great. I mean, you're going bing, bang, bong. That's really great. Mm. Um, any films? Can we have a look and see what kind of films are coming out? Or maybe films that we can talk about that Man, we're going to be talking about. Strikes on. There's no more movies. Yeah, the writer's strikes are on. And I just want to say supporting all the writers and all of the actors who are striking at the minute. Why are they striking? Well, you know, we really should, being a film podcast, <laughs> we really should know about this. Well, basically, from my understanding, streaming um, is affecting uh, people's jobs. Basically, the residuals that you get from streaming are really, really bad. So residuals are uh, the money that you get from things being replayed. Like, mm, let's mm, say mm. Seinfeld, they make a crap ton of residuals on that because it's always being shown on Dave and Comedy Central and stuff like mm, that. Mm. When your show goes to a streaming service, they don't pay at all. It's mm. a fraction. It's a minute fraction. So mm. you lose. So a lot of actors and writers are losing large chunks of what their income will be because, you know, most working actors, they're not getting jobs all the time they might get one big one and then not get one for a few years so residuals is quite important mm. also uh the rights to your face because of ai coming oh, into yeah. the industry um like the, the the you know who owns your own face and that kind of thing and like maybe the role of ai in in film and tv and stuff like that and labor laws and all this kind of stuff everything has changed but i think essentially the crux of it is streaming platforms and the um, are paying less. They're all paying less, and they have been producing so fucking much. Like the streaming platforms and everything are, re they want so much content all the fucking mm, time because mm. that's how they get up better than each other. And uh, and the so the you know the the like the people working like even the fucking people working computer in CGI and stuff like that. Computer. All those people are just fucking not making very much money. Sydney Sweeney, you know mm. Sydney Sweeney, who's in um. That TV show Euphoria. Euphoria. She's yeah. also in uh, the first season of White Lotus. She said she was like, "I have to keep working because I feel like I'm not able to." I do. I, part of me is like, "Oh, boo hoo! I have to keep working. Yeah. I go to work every fucking day." Yeah, but she's like, "If I skip one film job or whatever, I'd be, I'd be broke or whatever." If Which I is, skipped, if I skipped a week of work, I'd be broke. Yeah, I mean, 
I just think, oh, I have to keep working. Yeah. Yeah. But bring it back to the studio system. I, I think I think a lot of people are misunderstanding this because they're going, oh, the 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 big Hollywood people. But the vast majority of people who are actors and writers are not wealthy. They're not. They're just like regular people. And uh, and actually, do you know what? Next week, we'll do more on this because Carla, my sister, was in L.A. during the strikes and her boyfriend, Gregory, who is an actor, is part of the union. Oh, and he Take he knows what what's going on. He knows what's going on. He's on the ground and he'll be something, someone very interesting to talk to. So will we, we will talk to him for the next show or we'll get him to send us a voice message or something like that. But we'll have a member of the Actors Union in on the next podcast and they will tell us more about this. Okay. And we're going to watch movies as well. And, and you know who's a scab? Who? Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Because she is. In- yeah, but she's not anymore, but she was threatening to be a scab. What a fucking. I always knew that one. No, I actually, I really like her still. Oh, well, she's had a tough life. I actually really like Drew Barrymore. You know what? Yeah, yeah. you too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a bit more on that. But uh, there's also lots of films coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's so many films coming out. Hey, do you know what I'm excited for? What? Do you know what I'm genuinely excited for? The other what? day, I was going for a walk around town. When I say the other day, I mean last night. I was walking around town. And it was cold and it was dark and it was only 7 p.m. And I, I, I looked at the sky, looked at the moon and I said, I'm ready. I'm ready for spooky season. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. I'm re- <laughs> I've had enough of summer. I'm ready for the cold, long evenings where I can just get home from work, yeah. get the co- get the pants straight off. Eat some off. soup. Yeah, eat some soup. Get and home. Get some spook. Don't give a shit. It's 6 p.m. It's dark. I don't care. I'm going to watch TV all night and yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm going to eat so much soup. I'm going to really... Uh... It's going to be yeah. liquid in, liquid out. Yeah, I'm going to absolutely. By the way, if you want to watch a TV show, the new series of John Wilson is very good. Uh-huh. And um, there's a good uh, part of one of the episodes where a guy uh, makes really, really large pumpkins. Uh, he's part of this oh, really yeah. big pumpkin competition. I like that one. And there's yeah. a funny moment where he's like, can you eat these? And he's like, oh, absolutely not. You, they're, you're not able to consume them because <laughs> I think he's pumping them up with so much fucking steroids or something <laughs> like that. that they're completely... Like you cannot consume them; they're really, really bad. Yeah, it's nice. Um, but they're gigantic pumpkins, mm. and isn't that a very human way to end it? Big pumpkins that you can't eat. Big uh, pumpkins. We're glad to be back. Thank you so much. Feels good. Yeah, we will. Actually, with us. We will. We will. We will, we will come again. back because it's the, it's the winter now, and I really don't have very much to do. Um, so uh, I'm living a boring life at the minute, and I think you are too. No, till Christmas. Between now and Christmas, yeah, I got nothing on. Yeah, so between now and Christmas, you have us, and we're here for you. And uh, let's watch some movies, y'all. Let's watch some movies, y'all. Okay, we love you all. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Good morning, Vietnam! First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? Can we talk about something other than Hollywood for a change? No, I don't go to the movies much. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. So what's your podcast about? Um, the movies.